This podcast is proudly brought to you by the McLaren Vale Grape Wine and Tourism Association, supporting growers in the McLaren Vale wine region. Hello. Hey, James. Good morning. Welcome to Crop Watch. And uh, yes, and we're in an interesting vineyard this morning. We were having a, a chat the other day about the season, and uh, you were we're uh, talking about the fact that this year is another La Nina year. Can you yeah. tell us what so that means? Today is the 25th of November. Um, so within the last 48 hours, the um, Bureau of Meteorology has called a La Nina. Um, we've been talking about it all season, so we, we knew this was not a big surprise. But what it means is they're officially saying that conditions in the Pacific Ocean are the ones that cause rain and cooler temperatures in Australia. And that's something that we've seen throughout the beginning of this season and yeah. it seems to be continuing, as we know today. Um, pretty cool this morning. Yeah, it's, it's unseasonably cool. Um, probably the main difference is we haven't been getting our sunshine hours. Um, it's been a lot more cloudy, a lot more humid, um, rain showers, drizzle. Okay. okay, so that then leads us to why you brought me here yeah, this well, vineyard Yeah, we're under morning. a lot higher disease pressure than normal. Um, so what, what has happened is we've had really quite a strong lot of rain on the 11th of November, um, and that has made downy mildew sort of turn into an outbreak, and that's what you're standing right in front of. And that's what we could hear going yeah, at the moment. Yeah, it's spraying in the background. spraying in the background. So can you explain uh, to me about you know, downy mildew? We know that it was considered a fungus, and I just mentioned to you in the car that it's now considered an algae. So, how is that relevant? Well, it's probably not really relevant. Um, we very deliberately use common terminology, um, spores, seeds, terms like that. All of these parts of a, a microorganism have actual technical Latin names, and that means a lot to someone in the, in the, in the know, but for a great grower, it's beyond what you need to at some time in the last 20 years, they've said that, well, technically downy mildew, which is plasma polar vicula, some such, yeah, that, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, that, they said that it's actually an algae because it needs water. Okay, and so that's really relevant though when it comes to downy mildew, isn't it? Yeah, 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 because it's, um, I mean, Peter McGarry, Dr. Peter McGarry, who was like the um, leading in the 80s, 90s and into the 2000s to get a program like CropWatch going. Um, he used to call it downhill mildew because once you got a bit of rain, it would just snowball downhill and the downy would increase and increase and increase. Yeah. And so downhill mildew. Downhill mildew. And I think as you were explaining, you can see these sort of almost like oil spots of the leaves here in this vineyard. Yeah, but more, con more concerningly, there's actually the... Um, infections on bunches. And we can see that this is going to have a real effect on, yeah, on units yeah. in this vineyard. Now luckily, I mean we're looking at, you know, we're looking at one quite heavy patch of, I'd say several hundred spots um, on three or four vines. Yeah, um, and, and unfortunately the the, bear, the bunches, because just after flowering, uh, look like they've been burned, like someone's hit them with a lighter. Yeah, they do. So how... And they'll fall off. How um, prevalent is this in, in the region? Uh, so we, my job for the rest of today is um, to put the crop watch out from McLaren Vale. Um, so to do that, I've got a map that's been put together from things that fellow DJs, growers, agronomists are finding. 
and also a few trusted sources, yeah. uh, other experienced grape growers are kind of telling you, hey, look out on McMurtry Road, there's a, there's a hot spot. Um, so that, that'll go out to, to people today. And that, show, that, if you look at it over the last month, it went from being a couple of spots in um, Kangarilla and a few little spots down here. We, we're in the foothills of McLaren Vale, so obviously we're a little bit to the southern side of McLaren Flat, but um, yeah, you can see the, the range is only, only a few kilometres away. Um, so it's gone from being a few spots around here to now far, as far to the coastal side as um, Almond Grove Road. So that's in that's in a you know you know probably four weeks. So this starts off in the soil and then moves to the, the leaves. The leaves and, and then you... from the leaves it goes with wind and rain. Right. So, so what's happening is every time there's wind and rain at night, you know, it's... and as we know, it's been raining and it's been windy. Yeah. Um, you can probably hear that on the mic. It's just a absolutely. So what do people need to do, James? Well, look, the important thing is is to not panic. And sometimes um, this level that we're looking at now, the grower will notice that driving through on the tractor. They'll think, hang on, something's wrong. Um, so even if you're driving past at eight kilometers an hour, you'll, you'll pick this up. Um, and that can be quite confronting and scary. You can go from that vineyard looking quite nice um, to the next time you're back through it, you've got all these vines that look like they're you know, half burned and they've got all this white growth all over it. Um, it's quite quite spectacular but the important thing is we have the tools to stop this okay so what what are you suggesting well at a very simple level if you just keep to a tight spray program of every 14 days and you keep a downy mildew fungicide protectant in that I think in our climate you'll come out okay, okay. if you stick to that because the last time we had something on weather a little bit like this would be 210 to 11. Yeah, and we stopped the we, we stopped the downy mildew in that year because downy mildew got started, but we collectively as a community we stopped it. Um, and I think we can do the same thing here with this. It's 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 just about being it's about awareness and knowledge. So knowing that you have a problem, and I, I'm saying that it's now down to Almond Grove Road, and and like within one more rain event, I think it will be all the way to the sea. But that doesn't mean every single leaf everywhere has downy mildew. Or every it just means it's like little together. little spots, little problems. This vineyard we're in has a problem because they didn't use any downy protection. So this okay. is like a like a, a pure virgin site for downy. It looked at it and went, oh, I'm just going to jump in here. I'm not going to have trouble. Whereas if a grower next door had been using a stronger program, they'll probably only have one or two spots instead of the several hundred that we, we've got. Now, so as a minimum, just, just keep the protection up. Spray during summer like it's still spring. Just keep the keep the window short. You'll unfortunately have to spend a little bit more money, a little bit more time in the tractor, but it's worth it for the peace of mind not to have to worry about discovering these, these problems. Now, what else do you think from the type of weather we've been having, you know, could botrytis be an issue this year? Yeah, that, that's, the, that's the one, obviously, that, that we nightmarish remembrances of 2011, because... <laughs> The hard part with Botrytis is um, we've just gone through a period where a lot of our flowers would have been infected with Botrytis. Um, I sent you a picture of a strawberry that's being grown at the moment, and that strawberry's got butt, well, it's bunch of it's got a 
botrytisin. Um, now that would have happened in our flowers. We can't see it because um, it's mostly happening microscopically, but that type of infection is going to be in the fruit and that's going to stay dormant until we get into harvest when there's a bit of sugar in the fruit and if there's rain then then all of a sudden that'll, that'll take off and become a bit like a 2011. I'm not saying that it's going to happen, um, it would, that would just be what would happen if we have the rain we've had in the last, in this month of November, if we transported this month and threw it into March then we'd run into the problem. Okay and so what can people Yeah, the, the way 30% of it can be controlled by just canopy management. So making sure that we don't grow, you know, where we're growing big monstrous canopies, trying to open them up, get some air into them um, through mechanical trimming. Um, another 30% can be taken care of by using um, atrial botrytis protectants, different to downy mildew products, but they are available, you can still use them. There's even like competitive fungi you can spray now. That's the main thing, that's the main like development since 2011. There is a lot of fungi that, friendly fungi that you can put on to try and stop it. And the last third is going to be based on the rain. Okay, yeah. so you're out of, you're out of, that's the that's bit that you can't out control. of your control. But we've probably got a bit, as you said, there's some new things that are available to people that yep. we didn't have in 2011. And you know, this, this could still be a, well, it's also like I would rather I would rather this situation where it's a little bit wetter and a little bit cooler than normal than um, listening back to some of our previous podcasts when I was walking around with a thermometer gun showing you oh, 60 absolutely. degrees in the canopy and burn and and there's one we recorded on the I think it's like the third of January. And I know you're going to remember, because in the background was the plume of yes, the fire absolutely. in Kangaroo Island, and we're just there recording a podcast and going, yeah, um, yeah, fire. Fire, yeah. smoke tape. But I suppose this is the challenges of being a, uh, a grower. Yeah, well, but, no, you know, you're reliant on the season and what it's going to give you, so there's some real positives. But, you know, your advice to people, keep an eye out for downing. Oh, absolutely! And, Just and keep looking for this. It. Yeah, get on. Don't don't be. This is uh, one thing is like if you have downy mildew, you should just tell your neighbours. You should just take. Actually, there's some downy in my vineyard. Now, people don't do that because they think like they don't want to say, or it's a common reaction when you find like a like a hot spot in a vineyard to turn around and go, oh, it must be, must have come from my neighbours. They're bloody idiots. Can't be my fault. Can't be my fault. So, nah, this this is a downy's just a thing where it it'll catch you. You're just a bit unlucky. So it's random. It's, yeah, it's random, and it and you can't keep all of your vineyard protected from downy 24 hours a day, seven days a week when it's growing so quickly. The vines are just growing really quick. Even even oh, even that. 48 hours after spraying this block. If there was a downy event, you might get a little bit of downy. Um, it won't be much because you've protected most of it, but you, you just can't keep vines 100% protected. So the feeling like, like oh, you know, something's wrong because you've got a bit of downy. No, no, you've just, you've just been a bit unlucky or, um, yeah. So in a nutshell, get on top of it quickly. Yeah, don't be in denial. Get on top of it. Keep your, keep, minimum keep your protection and talk to people about it.
like fess up and go, actually, I, I found a problem, you should be aware, you should know about it. That's why we make that map of the, of the region, because I'm trying to say, well, um, if you're inside this yellow area, good chance you've got a little bit of downing. Yeah. You might not have seen it, but there is a chance. So get out there, check yeah, get your out vineyards, have a yeah. look, and, um, and do what needs to be done. You, you asked me a bit on the drive here about uh, just a, a technical question about botrytis. I did. Yeah. So what's the difference between the good and the bad? Well, there's there's no difference in the actual disease. What's different is in the climate that it occurs in. So are problems in um, McLaren Vale, Langland Creek, Borossa Valley, Adelaide Hills? Um, when we are harvesting, the weather's quite warm relatively speaking it's in the 20s so if you get rain and about 20 degrees and the way we get our rain in this region is it'll be like a subtropical kind of storm and it will be wet for 24 48 hours so 24 or 48 hours of like dripping canopies when it's 20 degrees gives you a really damaging price now if you're in a region in France where they're harvesting and it's like 10 degrees because it's a lot later in the year and they've got um, a couple of rivers that give them steamy mists so in the morning mornings, and then yep. the suns yeah, they get a much gentler form of infection it's so the same infection it's just happening at a cooler temperature um, only for a limited part of the day and then the conditions are, and much, the conditions better are much better in, in the, the afternoon because we tend to lose days where it's it's crap it's poo and it's hot and the botrytis goes aggressive it's really aggressive infection now um to make noble one in inland australia they use sprinklers they turn the sprinklers on for a small amount of time in the morning they turn them off they're beautiful hot warm sunshine afternoons. yeah and that dries it out so they replicate the conditions whereas here in our coastal premium south australian growing regions when we get the rain, it's 20 degrees, it's natural, it's, yeah, it's, it's proper. So I make it, yeah, uh, uh, same disease, just expressed differently. Yeah, and so it's just all about the conditions. So in conclusion, James, um, what are your top three tips for people yeah, this week? Yeah, the top three tips are um, try not to spray in suboptimal time. So you might find... You're thinking, oh, it's been a bit rainy, spray contractors need to cover the hectares. Spraying in winds or spraying um, before heavy rain is probably useless, or certainly nowhere near as effective as it should be. So if you can prevent doing that, if you can really, where practical, get coverage on when the weather's nice, tip number one. Tip number two is budget or forecast that you're going to spray a little bit more this season and make sure you've got some products okay, so, so don't so don't just rock up and expect to be able to buy whatever you want so do that in advance yeah do that in advance i have a lot of experience in um, the importation of agrochemical products okay okay yeah, yeah. dj's growers shout out to them yeah. um we don't mind if people grab stuff and bring it back later Okay, that's a really good point. Yeah. So people can buy it and they can bring it back if they're not going to use it's it. It's much better to do that than to um, not forecast what you want and, to, and then to worry about it. Because when downy mildew has been a problem, um, it's 
about every 30 years in this district, um, it's because there's been product shortages. And the reason there's been product shortages is because it wasn't forecasting, there wasn't the supply chain wasn't bringing the bringing the product into Australia and out to the farmers. Like, it just wasn't available. And um, we are in a much better world in that sense, but you do still need to get a forecast in. Yeah, and Make I think sure even with you know what we've had with COVID, it's probably you know a little bit harder to get things yeah, transported yeah, in course. and out. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't so be, be reactionary. Yeah, so be prepared. And your third one? Well, yeah, my, my third one is about that knowledge exchange. Yeah, it's so about sharing, sharing, yeah, and sharing information and not being you know embarrassed about it, but just saying to your neighbour, yeah. you know, I have an accident, yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, yeah, just be aware. Be aware. Because again, in the previous bad outbreak seasons, um, which is sometime in the 70s, mid 70s, and in the um, uh, 1991, 92, people didn't know what was going on. Because they didn't know what was going on, they didn't find the problem until it was too late. So forewarned is forearmed. Yeah, and that's what we're here doing, is forewarning people and going, um, right now, 25th of November, the levels are just getting to the point that you'll notice. Um, they'll be a little bit higher at the start of December because it's still been raining. So we'll, we'll have a little bit more downy um, within a fortnight. At that point, people are really going to notice it. They're really going to see, oh, oh downy, downy, downy. Um, so just be, um, just know that there's going to be quite a bit of downy through December in Clarabelle and active. So we've got a couple of good days coming up over the weekend. Yeah, good good spraying. Good spraying windows. windows, yep. And I think a bit next week as well. Yeah. Um, before we get our next rain incidents. So um, thanks for that, James. I always learn something when I come into the vineyard with you. And uh, good to uh, know that you've got everybody's back. Thanks, Jill. You're Cheers. welcome. See you guys. This podcast is proudly brought to you by the McLarenvale Grape Wine and Tourism Association, supporting growers in the McLarenvale wine region.